0: Welcome back to Scanner School. This podcast is here to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. This is session number 187, and as usual, all the session notes from today's podcast we found on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 187. Are we in the middle of a shortage of scanner radios? This seems to be what's been going on when you look at some models of scanner radios. Now, in today's podcast, we're going to break down which models of scanners I have seen out of stock for months at times, and also why this could be. Now, the obvious is there, but there's also some other layers involved here that aren't so obvious that are causing concerns when it comes to buying a scanner radio and whether or not you can get one or not. So stick around because we're going to talk about that right now on the Scanner School Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by our two brand new training courses. Our free SDR course The Ultimate Beginner's Guide to Software Defined Radio will get you started with SDRs in an afternoon. We will show you what hardware and accessories to buy to get started with Software Defined Radio. Then we'll show you the step-by-step how-to to install the drivers, tune your first frequency with SDR Sharp, and then have you monitoring digital at the end of this free course. Our advanced course continues with the beginner's course left off and levels up your SDR experience. In this course, you'll learn even more about software-defined radio. We will show you how you can substitute an SDR for your high-end digital scanner, how to monitor HD radio, monitor trunk systems and overhead data with Unitrunker, and even how to monitor all the talk groups on a system and never miss a beat with SDR trunk. You can sign up for both courses at courses.scannerschool.com. Before we start this week's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform where we have three different support tiers, each with different benefits. But the most valuable tier is our $5 a month tier. This equates to sponsoring the podcast for about a dollar per episode. Now, not only do our $5 Patreon supporters receive the podcast early, but they also receive a commercial-free version of the podcast delivered directly to their podcast player. Some may say that the included squelchy sticker pack that is mailed to your home is the best benefit of the $5 level, but I think it's the community or the club that is growing at this level. You see, we meet once a month on Zoom, and we have a roundtable discussion about scanning, ask questions, offer advice, some of the members are answering other people's questions, and we just talk with our fellow Scanner School classmates. This is an exclusive group for our $5 Patreon members. Now, again, if all this wasn't enough at that level, you'll also receive discounts to upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. Now, you can help support Scanner School by going to www.scannerschool.com slash Patreon or www.scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters at all levels, and they are Arthur Heron, Bill K, Brian King, Buzz Gold, Chris Paris, Craig Harper, Dan, Dave Pascoe, David C., Denny Crotty, Ed Walsh, Edward Bramlett, Evan Barcock, Glenn Wright, Greg Johnson, Guy Lee, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, James Broxson, James Felling, James Peruda, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jenny Taylor, Jim B., Jim Heinrich, John Keel, John Swinney, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lynn Smith, Mark Beebe, Mason Kramer, Michael Kroger, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Robert, Robert Kanzler, Robert Kansler again, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, signals everywhere. Terry Weatherford, Tim Meza, Todd Glenday, and William Arcand. Now let's start the podcast. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and my material call sign is W2LAE. And again, we're here to teach you everything you know about the scanner radio hobby. So today, let's talk about scanner radio shortages. You might have noticed if you've been in the market for a brand new P25-style scanner that things are very hard to find, especially when it comes to, say, the Uniden SDS-100 and the SDS-200. They seem to be out of stock almost everywhere. While I'm recording this podcast. Now, if you listen to this in the future, you may find, hey, I don't see this problem anymore. And I hope that's the case if you're listening to this in the future. But right now, July of 2021. And for the last several months, it has been very difficult to find an SDS-100 and an SDS-200. And again, these aren't the only two scanners that have been a shortage of issues. We're going to talk about the others coming up shortly here but let's let's talk about the obvious here why why are there shortages of some of these P25 style scanner radios well the obvious is covid right and let's break out several reasons why covid is partially to blame here i said partially it's not entirely to blame here well people went in a lockdown right and again we're talking about multiple countries here not just in the united states and not just regionalized Where I'm from in New York, we kind of went down on full lockdown in March of 2020. And this lasted for, depending on your line of work, from several weeks to several months to multiple months into more than a year. And again, it all depends on your industry. Like I said, there was, there was, um, Essential workers, right, doctors, nurses, the trucking industry, the shipping industry, medical staff, there's, there's a whole line of workers, warehouse workers, right, that, that were all involved, which called essentials. These kept things moving. These kept commodities going, people staying healthy, those kinds of things, right? Those people were back to work right away. But for a majority of people, either working from home, working remotely if you were back to work, or you had some time off or maybe, unfortunately, you were let go from position because some jobs just couldn't hold on during the pandemic. You had a lot of people who were staying home. And when people stay home, sometimes they get bored. Sometimes people just want to watch Jerry Spring all day long. I don't know. But for me, I'm the kind of person that needs to be engaged with something. I think many of you know that based on how many things that I have on my plate at any given time between the podcast stuff and the the training courses and East Coast Pagers, my nine-to-five job, my family, and all this other stuff that I have going on behind the scenes that I don't even share with you guys. But there's a lot that keeps me going and, of course, scanning is just one of those things. And again, with a lot of people, when they have a lot of downtime, they think about, well, what's interesting? What can I listen to? What, What can I do? And they either... Come back into the scanner radio hobby after not being involved with quite some time or they get introduced to the scanner radio hobby or maybe it's something they've wanted to do and they are now just picking it up, right? So you've got a supply and demand issue here where you've all of a sudden now have this influx of bored people or people who are just looking for something new to add to their collection because you get that also that itch right there's not much to do i need that dopamine hit and i'm going to buy something and i'm i'm going to treat myself or i'm going to buy that thing that i wanted for a while and i'm just going to get it now right and personally i went through that as well and i know a lot of other people have gone through that because just seeing the supply and demand issue has been there as well So again, we said before, it's not just the SDS-100, it's not just the SDS-200. I did hint into the fact it was P25, right? Look at P25-style scanners. You try and find the Whistler 1040, the 1065, the uh, Whistler TRX-1, the TRX-2, right? These radios are hard to find. And it's not just the scanner radio market that's having an issue. It's radios pretty much in the two-way field. And it's also beyond the radio and communications market. And why is that? Well, before we start looking at the core root of what could be going on here, let's take a look at some other things that might be having an issue. Like we said before, right, people are are in isolation. And depending where you are, it depends on where you are in the cycle. Here in the United States, many of us are now free to live life as normal again, right? No masks, go where you want to go. Schools are open. Businesses are open. It's, it's like it never even happened, and it's a shocking situation where I'm from to be under the mindset of having to mask up and be afraid to touch something to so all of a sudden you can go and get a haircut and have a guy hovering over you and not worry about having anything happen to you. Vaccinations have a lot to do with that. I think propaganda's got a lot to do with that. But again, there's other parts of the country who are who are opening up as well. However, if you look at other parts of the world, there's – Countries that are seeing another spike, another wave, their strongest numbers to date, or a repeat of their strongest COVID numbers. Take a look at the Olympics over in Tokyo right now, right? They have decided that there are no spectators invited. This is going to be a TV-only event. So while we're here in the United States, returning to normal life here, there's other countries. And remember, this is other countries overseas overseas. Or maybe where you live, where things are not as bright as they are right here. I'm not saying this to say that anything anyone's better than anybody else. It's just to put it into perspective that you can't live inside of your little box here, right? Outside of our little world. There's other stuff going on and we need to be aware of that. So Again, Japan, Malaysia, Taiwan, right? Those countries that are very big in the manufacturing for electronics are also seeing issues with spikes again in COVID. In fact, I have a friend of mine who is in Malaysia and he was just uh, explained to to me uh, last week just how how bad things are starting to become over there as well. So just remember to keep all these countries in the back of your mind and in your thoughts when we think about how good things are are turning around here in the US that other places aren't really celebrating the same way that we are. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so... We've got issues with COVID. We've established that, right? But what else happens because of COVID, right? It's a nice little domino effect. Think about as getting information or traffic from one place to another. Well, we have the entire shipping industry, right? And you have cargo ships that are coming into port. And when they come across to the port, they come into California into two main ports of operation. And when you have a shortage of dock workers because of COVID and people are out sick and they have people now not working in a full capacity, well, that now causes ships to not be unloaded fast enough, which now causes ships to now be queued up out in the bay and at sea waiting to come in. And all of a sudden now, you can have an extension of a week to two weeks, maybe even more on a routine trip from loading up and departing overseas to actually docking and being fully unloaded here in the U.S. Now, once a container is taken off a ship, it's dropped onto either a train or a truck, right? And then what happens now, because you've got a shortage of dock workers, you have now more more containers waiting to be placed onto wheels, right? Trains or trucks. And of course, you've got truck drivers who are now a necessity and who are an essential worker and they are out sick. So now you've got containers that can't travel because there's no drivers. Well, when you can't get a container to its destination to be unloaded and reloaded or unloaded and sent back to dock so they could be sent back overseas again to be refilled and reloaded. Now you have a shortage of containers. So now you've got inventory that can't even be sent out because you've got nothing to put them into to ship them out. So then you end up getting a shortage of containers. Interesting how things are all connected, right? It's it's uh it's very interesting how one little thing, one teeny tiny little virus can affect so much in there as well. So again, we we hinted on the fact that it wasn't just a virus that ruined this as well. Remember, there was that shipping container that got stuck in the Suez Canal a couple months back as well. And again, that that slowed down travel that way as well. So it's a lot of different things that are happening all around the same time. And because you've already got a bottleneck situation going on here, when you add one little more piece to it, everything just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about the microchip issue this silicone problem that we are having as well and this also adds into why we have a problem with these high-end scanner shortages now again too, supply and demand right not so many people are buying the entry-level scanners these are people who are buying the higher-end scanners because they realize when they get back into the scanner radio hobby they need p25 or they need simulcast solutions right this is why we are seeing the shortage in my belief on p25 scanners so Again, when we come back from this break, we will talk about the silicone shortage. And again, if you are a Patreon supporter at the $3 or the $5 level, this break does not exist for you. You will be able to skip right over it in your podcast episode because it's just not there. Again, you can help support the podcast by going to scannerschool.com slash Patreon and have this break removed. For everybody else, we'll be right back in just a moment. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to ScannerSchool.com slash support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in the market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in the market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links to eBay Again, just go to ScannerSchool.com support before you make your purchases, and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. <coughs> this session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealers serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices so why does a company like east coast pages support scanner school i think that every scanner reader user should at least Put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage, you can do toneouts, you keep it silent, you can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out of the box scanner. And with today's pagers having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scanless, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scanless. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger the g2s to g5s they do p25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice paging on conventional np25 oh and they're upgradable too to dmr type one and type two they are more rugged than today's consumer based scanners and with a pager like a swiss phone s quad you won't even realize you're wearing one it'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood so again eastcoastpagers.com, or contact me directly, Phil, at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works. Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it, or you want to learn how to use Unitronker, DSD+, maybe set up a Piaware, or even just make some changes and you don't understand how the system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com consulting for a one-hour session, and it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com consulting for your Scanner Radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of Scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues, too. So visit NatComMag.com. Dot com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. Okay, let's talk about the silicone issue or the microchip problem that has been a global issue as well here. Everybody is looking for these microchips. Now, it's not just a particular microchip. It's the ability to have microchips. And everything works on a microchip. Cars, TVs, your smartphone, and yes, even your scanner radio. Demand for these chips are extremely high due to surges in people wanting electronic equipment because they were stuck at home. Remember, people are stuck at home. Maybe they want to upgrade their stereo system. Maybe they want to get a brand new TV. Maybe they want to get that new smart device. Maybe they want to get, again, a new scanner radio. Maybe they want to get five or six new radios. Uh, maybe that was just me but yes i have brand new radios that are still in boxes because i haven't even taken them out of the shipping box yet because i got that need to scratch that little piece of dopamine and and buy something new so again you know these things happen and everything we buy basically that isn't full-on mechanical requires a microchip now i know i looked at buying a new car because I need one, and it's one of those deals that the car I was looking at buying was wasn't being made anymore. They shut down that line in the factory because it wasn't a high demand car. Their high demand vehicles, such as pickup trucks and uh, SUVs, are getting all the attention. And of course, the one I want isn't. So then you look at other vehicles, right? And you say, "Okay, well, maybe I'll buy this one." Great, you're knocking any deals in that because. This is a vehicle that is in high demand and everybody wants it. And because other cars aren't available, you, you're kind of getting forced into these vehicles now. And, of course, the used car market is blowing up as well because people can't afford new cars, but they still need new cars. So now they're going to buy in the secondary market. And if you have a used car that's in great condition like I do, demand for them is hot, which is, again, is why I'm trying to find a new car. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of those weird situations here. So why can't we get more chips. I mean, it just seems so simple, right? Just make more chips, just, just increase demand, increase the supply to meet the demand. Well, it's not that simple because chips are made in special foundries. And these facilities are anything but cheap to build. And there's a very small number of these facilities across the world who can actually make these chips. And they are running at full capacity. So let's just say, okay, you want to Build a new facility, and you're going to have this new chip manufacturer. Great. Well, from start to finish, it can take almost a year to get a chip designed until it's just ready to be manufactured. These are built on what's called wafers. Remember, it's kind of like a old an old record, right? It's what they look like. They're 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 circles, and each one can be burnt basically with the microchip on it, and each wafer can make Only 1,000 to 1,500 chips. These wafers need to have several layers involved with them. And one of the layers that's placed onto this wafer is actually light sensitive. And this is produced by a lithograph or lithography machine. Now, during my research on this, I have found that one of these machines, just one of these machines can cost anywhere from $25 million to $100 million to build. It's this machine exclusively that actually creates or burns the image of all of the transistors onto the chip. And again, there's another layer that gets involved and everything else. And there's another layer that adds the, uh, that, that zaps it so that it's uh, electrically charged. So that it, it can do its electrical magic on there as well. But it's it's amazing how much these facilities cost. 7 to $15 billion with a B now we're doing our dr evil impression where I'm putting my little pinky you know to the to the tip of my my uh, lip here I'm going 17 or seven billion dollars yes they are not cheap they are not cheap to build they are not fast to create the process from start to finish on just getting the wafer done when you actually had the facility to create it in is a year And all of the facilities that are operating right now are operating at capacity. So, again, you've got this bottleneck situation here where you've got people wanting their Nintendo Switches and their PlayStation 5s and their Xbox Ones on top of all of us who want our scanner radios and those who want their TVs and their cars. Everything is falling on these microchips. And, of course, they all come from a part of the world, basically, where there is a shortage of workers right now because they are going through another wave of – the coronavirus. So, I think people are seeing that here in the United States. Yes, we need to build foundries here as well. So, what can you do if you are really in the market for a new scanner radio? Well, the first thing you can do is put your name onto any email list that you can find by the major scanner sellers, such as Scanner Master. Now, again, if you go to ScannerSchool.com slash ScannerMaster, anything you buy from Scanner Master will help give us a commission on the sca- on the sale. That's how you can easily help out Scanner School without it costing you anything. So sign up for a newsletter over at Scanner Master. But before you go ahead and make that purchase, make sure you go to ScannerSchool.com slash Scanner Master and help us out. You can also go on Amazon and put something in your wish list. Of course, they will let you know when it comes back into stock as well. The other thing you can start doing is think about the secondary market here. Now, again, we're talking about the radio reference classifieds. Again, you'll find a lot of people who bought an an SDS-100, SDS-200, who have bought TRX-1s, TRX-2s, and are looking to thin out or have buyer's remorse and decided that, well, I was going to get into the scanner-ready hobby, and I've decided now I really don't want to do this anymore because they're back at work or they've had other expenses and stuff like that. So you might be able to find these scanners on the secondary market. Now, the problem is, and we'll talk about it next week's podcast episode, is that you may find that the used scanner market isn't going to do any favors because you might just end up paying as much as you would on a new piece of gear for a used piece of gear. And again, that's because supply is lower than the demand here. Where else can we look? Well, we can look again, I think we said eBay is also a decent spot to look at because at least you'll have eBay protection on both the PayPal end and of course on the eBay end should anything go wrong with the transaction. So you can look in there as well. You may also want to look at, you know, Facebook Marketplace, you can, Craigslist, I found some scanners on there, even putting the word out on some Facebook groups and the two-way radio groups and stuff like that. But you may be able to score something now on a secondary market, but do not expect to pay 20% less than a used scanner on the used market. You're just It's just not going to happen on those scanners. All right. What's another option that you've got uh, at your disposal right now? Well, you can always wait, but that's really not going to scratch any itches for anybody here. But you can also look into software-defined radios. Now, again, if you live under a rock and haven't heard by now, I do have two courses to help you out with software-defined radios. Our basic course is the Ultimate Beginner's Guide to Software-Defined Radios. We'll show you which SDRs to buy, how to get them installed in your Windows computer, what software to run, and how to get started listening and trunking DMR traffic on free software. And this should take you about an afternoon to get set up and ready to go. Our advanced course right now is a Windows course and that will show you how to do even more on your software-defined radios, such as using other software and doing trunking and getting some logging done and doing some really fun stuff with software-defined radios. So again, you can go to courses.scannerschool.com to learn all about our SDR courses. And again, if you listen to this in the future, we also will have some more courses coming up. That's part of my goals for this year, even though we're, we're halfway done with the year already. So again... There's a lot going on here. There's a lot of reasons why we are under a scanner radio shortage. I would hope that things would start to relax towards the end of 2020, maybe going into 2022. Again, that's what they're saying for the car You know, dealers is that things should return to normal. If you can wait to buy a car until 2022, then that's what you should do. That's what I'm hoping to do, but we'll see. Anyway, let us know how you're making out. If you're looking for a scanner, let us know if you've had any any Atlas out there to buy new scanners, anybody who has them in, in stock. But again, if you're looking for the the WS1040, the 1065, those are phase one scanners, P25 scanners by Whistler, even the TRX1, the TRX2, those are short in supply. And of course, the SDS 100 SDS 200 the wait list on them is unbelievable. But go sign up for an email newsletter. Follow us on social media. We'll let you know if we find... A manufacturer or a a source to buy them from so follow us over on twitter on facebook instagram whatever twitter is probably be the best place for us to find that and again scannerschool.com twitter will take you right over to our feed all right guys let us know how you did how we did on this podcast episode if you are listening to the podcast go to scannerschool.com session 187 let us know in the session notes and if you're watching or listening to this podcast over on youtube just go ahead and leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about this podcast episode remember you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast player of choice you can subscribe to us over on youtube and it will let you know when the latest podcast episode is released we also have a newsletter that goes out weekly to let you know what is going on here at scanner school you can sign up over at scannerschool.com and just fill in your name at the newsletter area in the top of the page. And again, we can't grow unless you share us. So if you know somebody who will benefit from the Scanner School podcast, please be sure to send them a link so they can listen to this podcast episode. It's the only way we can help more people is if you help us help more people. So again, my name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School, where we teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. We will catch you all again next week, 73.